What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Cult Connections. Let's see what we are taking a sideways look at today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cult Connections. Uh, so it's a very happy 2022 to all of you and it's a very happy 2022 to the hardest working man in indie podcasting it's mr mark plant how are you mark ian happy new year i'm very well are you yeah i'm yeah i'm absolutely fine mate yeah um so fresh from i think appearing on about 20 other um their podcasts mark um we are shining our beacon of hope and (laughs) their positivity uh, and their knowledge, etc., onto a brand, their new year. And this episode, it's all your fault, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Just, I was watching The Lighthouse on Netflix one night, and I think I messaged you or I did the, the Vintage Video Discord group, said, this is what I'm watching now. Uh, can you think of any other films, Ian, that have got uh, lighthouses in? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You, of course... You, 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 he who knows all, uh, cult TV, film, and whatever, came up with a couple of ideas. Yeah, and then I threw another one in, and yeah. uh, here we are today. So yeah, so we absolutely have a have a great day lined up for this one, and it is it's all about lighthouses, um, and and obviously we we will start with the uh, 2019's The Lighthouse, um, which. Let's face it, Mark, it's absolutely bonkers. It is mad off the wall, but it is better than uh, mid-90s Geordie songsters, The Lighthouse Family. Uh, so that's got to be something. Your face makes me realise I've just reminded you of something that you deeply seated down in your subconscious. Well, funnily enough, I was thinking of um, uh, the sort of titles for this the episode. I haven't, I haven't actually nailed one down yet. Um, I was thinking uh, they're the Lighthouse family, and they was like, no, because they were shit. So, <laughs> I uh, certainly was never lifted by their music. No. Uh, so no bland pap here, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so the Lighthouse, um, which is basically two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. Um, they're directed by Robert Eggers. It's his uh, second film. Um, and it's a double-hander, basically. So it's um, the ever-fabulous Mr. Willem Defoe and the rather 
um, they're sort of divisive, I would say, Robert Pattinson. Um, but I absolutely loved it. It was great, Phil. Yeah, it's... it's There's a lot going on, and at the same time, there's now happening throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's got a love... Just... Just the sort of tone, so it starts out, it's quite, it feels quite, it's quite sparse and there's not much happening, like you say. Then there, then there's a bit of humour and there's a bit of um, this sort of drama, but things are, again, they're not really moving that sort of fast. Then it gets, it gets quite edgy and then they're hallucinatory. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then it just all goes a bit. It goes a bit like sort of gory horror film and just all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure that there's a load of things I could read online, and I don't really like to do it. The last time I, I read on what a film was about was many, many years ago through dial-up internet, trying to understand what uh, David Lynch's Mulholland Drive was about. Um, I, I must have read uh, an article of chapter after chapter of article and what, 15 years later, I'm no clear on what that film's about. But what I do know is it's bloody brilliant. Uh, <laughs> and I, I couldn't agree more with this. I mean, I'm sure there's there's alcohol, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's the issues of loneliness, of alcoholism, of 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 not of, of living with somebody that you, you hate, of an abusive relationship. I think that's all in there. Or I'm just imagining it. I don't know. Uh, but they, yeah, it's... It's got it's got it all whilst having nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I must admit, Mark, when you say that, for me, you know what films mean what they want you to mean. Um, you know, it's like a song or or a book. You know, they they're the artist or uh, they're sort of creator. You know, they make their 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 artwork, as it were. So. You know, all you know, whether it's a film or a song, um, but when they let it out there, that's that's it. It's almost like right, I just let that go. Yeah, yeah, and that... and then it doesn't matter what it actually means. It's you know, it's up to us. Yeah, and and that that's very wise, Ian, and not what we come to this podcast for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think some people actually do, Mark. But all uh, oh, right, apologies. It's just me then. <laughs> but yeah, for me, it 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 was it was grimy. And and if you listeners, if you've not seen this, it it's shot and not just shot in black and white. I'm pretty sure it's shot on on film, uh, as opposed to you know a lot of digital stuff these days that we that we see. And it and it, it's it's in four three as well, isn't it? Which is what the uh, version I watched was. Yeah, it's it's actually it's not quite four three. It's almost like four four. It's oh right, like okay. a totally squared image, not wow. quite square, but almost. almost it's it's easy square. to throw you, isn't it, when you're used to watching everything on a widescreen TV these days? Well, I quite enjoyed it because um, the thing that we're going to talk about at the end, well, actually, all of the things that we're talking about this on on this uh, episode are in. Are in four four three or just about it? So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, and I quite like that. Felt quite sort of cozy, and sometimes I kind of miss, I kind of miss the old fashioned sort of four three their dimensions. Yeah, um, I I agree. I mean, it's it's all well and good watching 
Lawrence of Arabia and and the Fellowship of the Ring on on a big screen with a, a big but these things weren't specifically made that we're talking about. They weren't made for that, and as such, they feel a little bit better. They feel a bit more homely, don't they? Because yeah. although I guess the lighthouse, if it feels homely, maybe you need to go and talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would maybe move out, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> It's it's such a bonkers film though. I think I think I think we can't really talk too much about about what it means because who the hell would actually know? I'd like to say it's a double hander. I think both actors are absolutely brilliant, aren't they? Willem Dafoe's this isn't great grammar. Willem Dafoe's never not great. You know he is always fantastic, and he is always up to eleven in some way. Or another, whether he's playing Spider-Man's nemesis and a man losing his company, whether he's playing, you know, Jesus, whether he's playing an old lighthouse keeper, you know, he's 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 dialed up, and I, I you, you can't see past him, and you wonder why he's not in more stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, he is. He's absolutely superb. I must admit, and uh, there's almost. Uh... I must admit, I I found him quite sort of likable in this, and in a way, um, even though he's, uh, you know, he farts and he and he there drinks and he, and like initially he really gets on, um, their sort of Pattinson's nerves, mm. and and he really sort of pushes him, but, um, you know, there is an almost there's almost like a step to and son sort of vibe going on. <laughs> It's so funny you should mention that because that's exactly what I kind of you dirty old men. <laughs> you know, I really had that. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when when at I mean, there's a great scene that they they the end. They sort of Pattinson loses it and he's ranting at him and he's saying, you know, he smells of, uh, you know, penis and you know, <laughs> um, like this sort of jism I think he uses at one point which just made me think of um the david lynch's uh, uh and and uh, not david lynch um uh oh god uh good old david the cronenberg, cronenberg. Yeah, uh, yeah 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 okay and okay. um yeah and he's just like you know launching it at him but yeah. um was that the same scene where he was sat in front of the fire in the tin bath eating pickled onions out? Oh no, that was Steptoe and Son. Yeah, that uh, was. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's I mean, confused. there's just you know, there's this vibe of it, you know, Steptoe and Son, or I thought, I thought, um, they're sort of Harold's, um, they're sort of Pinteresque, like they're sort of despair. Yeah. Or even melodrama, real yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or even. Um, their sort of bottom as well. I mean, Richie and Eddie stuck on the lighthouse would be, you know, it would be similar to this. There would be more frying pans getting sort of banged. <laughs> more getting kicked in the balls. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Although to be honest, I mean, there's, there's quite a bit of, of sort of, uh, you know, ultra violence come the end of it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was there any particular bit that, that kind of, you really didn't enjoy or, or, you enjoyed in spite of yourself. Was there anything that you, you thought was a bit gruesome or, or too much? Well, I have to mention Mark now, and and I, I, I kind of pre-warned you about this. So um, they're seagulls, 
Okay. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, now I do a little bit of um, their bird watching. I do that in my spare time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all oh, right, okay. Bit. No, not like Carry On films. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Proper actual bird watching. <laughs> now I live on on the the coast. I live by the sea. I'm in a fishing there time. So we have, you know, seagulls are plenty. Um, our growth online is is basically fifty fifty pro gull and anti gull. So um it's it is a hot the sort of topic, especially during summer when they're, you know, nesting and mm-hmm. you know, and they and they stake their 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 sort of claims. And I know they're not everyone's favourite their their birds, but I actually I really like them because they've got their their attitude and 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 their balls and it's their world as much as it is as I was so they, they were the, they were in our growth first, Ian. You got to keep yeah, that in mind. Yeah, they were exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, however, there is a gull in there. So, um, uh, Sully, um, the the actor's name is apparently. He has a <laughs> he he has a credit on on their IMDb. Believe it or not, <laughs> right. so Sully the Seagull. He's in a few films, um, <laughs> apparently. So he is on the. Uh, um, Anyway, Pattinson rips him to shreds about halfway through, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's pure <laughs> gold!" He yeah. just batters him to death. Yeah. And and the 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 line from because they're both called Tom, aren't they? There's the Tom, Tom yeah. Thomas and Tom, so they're yeah. both called Tom. And and the line from from Tom Tam the Elder, we'll call him. He says that that you know, see, you don't go near the seagulls, don't mistreat the seagulls because. You know, it's a bad, well, it's a bad omen, or it's a, you know, it, it, it's bad for us if you do anything to the seagulls. He stops him from harming one, probably the same one, a little bit earlier on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he absolutely goes to town, as you say, and splatters him all over the uh, the camera. Chocolate sauce for everybody, that one. Um, you know what? To be honest, and that's when things all start start there going wrong. So actually, um. You know, old old dead Tom's absolutely right. You don't you don't go near dead the gulls because I think he said that they contain um, the, the souls of dead dead um, uh, you know sailors or you know people sure. of of the the sea. So um, and it does. He starts going. He starts going. They're absolutely nuts after after that. That's uh, that is definitely where the things go wrong. Um, now, Matt, what what I do want to know your opinion on, and this one's it's a bit sort of fruity, it's a bit there close there to the bone. Um, what's your thoughts about um, mermaid sex? Uh, I am one hundred percent for it. Uh, <laughs> I I think it's I think it would be the greatest thing to happen to humanity. Uh, but then, so have many sailors throughout the years, and look what's happened to all them. <laughs> You know, the, yeah, the, so. yeah. I mean, she was, she was, she was a bonny wee thing, wasn't she? She was a t- tidy, uh, t- tidy, tidy thing. Uh, yeah, I was, yeah. I was behind it. Attractive. Well, there, the top half was. Um. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And oh no, I didn't make a distinction. Ian, I thought the right, bomb looked okay. quite good too. Yeah. Oh well, okay, fair enough. Uh, I might just edit all, all the same. <laughs> no, anyway, so, so, so I'm looking at so no, so I was doing them them research because what you do see, and it's very sort of blatant, is that you do see a mermaid's um their vagina. Now uh and like I don't know if there's much sort of record about what they actually look like. Um I'm, I'm I'm not really sure if there's much sort of research or uh, you know documented evidence about this, um, you... but apparently they based it on a whale's vagina. So, all oh, right, okay, uh-huh. fantastic. I was going to say we could we could always pause the recording and go and watch the Little Mermaid and come back. I don't know if that that's if Ariel's particularly anatomically correct in that film. No. Um, that's that's one line of of um, their. The research that I'm not, I'm not going. To. <laughs> you, oh, I'm not doing it's that. It's going to be a lot of cuts in this episode, Ian. No, 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 no. It's or all not. staying in. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know how I am. So, um, I tell you what. Oh, I tell you about this film. Go, they drink some some amount, and I must admit, I'm surprised that they didn't actually die halfway through, just from alcohol poisoning. Yeah. Yeah, the the yeah it it's it's thrown about the place, isn't it? It's absolutely hoid all over the place, <laughs> and it and it doesn't help that that they have to live on rations. But that's the one thing that that isn't rationed because no. they they dig up a a cache of it. <laughs> yeah, like they've, they've got their um, emergency stash of uh, yeah of uh, um, and and there's a great scene. I must admit, it does kind of tie in with the last bit, but. So, so the Patterson's got absolutely bladded, and we can see him, and he is he is starting to go really nuts by this sort of point, and um, so he's absolutely steamboats, and he he they decides he he's gonna have a little um this sort of Tommy tank um to his little mermaid um the ornament that he has, yes, so. Uh, but I'm like, there's no way you're gonna. You've had so much to drink. You're not. You're not. You know. You know. That's not a a, a five a five minute shuffle, is it? <laughs> it isn't. No, absolutely not. I, did you on the subject of Pattinson and moving it as quickly along as I can? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you? Uh, did, what do you think to Pattinson as an actor? Because I thought he was a lot. I think he was fantastic in this. I but, really, yeah. Uh-huh. I I really like him, Mark, and I I actually really like the fact that loads of other folk don't like him because mm-hmm. I don't yeah. see anything wrong with him. To be no. honest, no. no, he's he's done paychecks, hasn't he? He's 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 got he's got paid for things like the sparkly vampire films, the film where he was meeting the girl from Lost at the top of the twin towers the day that the, the, there was the day of nine eleven and all that yeah. kind of romantic kind of nonsense. But he he picks pretty good stuff too, and I for one, Ian saw a poster for the uh, for the Batman 
today, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see what what his what his Bruce Wayne is. I, you know what I I I have been thinking about this, and I and I'm in sort of two minds because part of me is like, oh, it's another Batman film, as in, you know, they just keep you know you know making their Batman films, and I like a Batman film, and I will go and see it, and I will. And I will give my verdict on it. But part of me is like, internet wankers are oh, Pattinson, and he'll never be this. And blah, 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 and I'm just like, you know what? You know, let him be Batman. He'll do three, four films as a Batman. He'll, he'll, he'll do his own thing. He'll be great. And then someone else is going to come along. And then they're going to do it. So, you know, there's enough room for... Good lord, there's enough room for anyone there to be Batman. Yeah. If if he if he does three Batman films and then goes on to make some of the films that Christian Bale's made post Batman, I'll be all right with that. Yeah. 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 Char- yeah. Character driven, you know, craziness. Uh, you know, the, the fighter is an example. I loved the fighter. I thought it was fantastic. I'll be 100% behind him going and making something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But I think, yeah, I think he's got all of the makings of actually doing a very good, um, um, uh, the sort of Bruce Wayne, and you know, it looks like this Batman film's going to be quite, quite sort of dark. Uh, well, you know, they all seem to be very dark, <laughs> um, but uh, 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 quite sort of violent, but in maybe a more sort of minimalistic way, you know, which I'm, I must admit, I'm yeah, fitting somewhere between, to. yeah, kind of in the middle of. Burton and Nolan, I think, and that that's a that that seems like a bit of a sweet spot for me. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, no, he's absolutely cracking there in this. I think, like I say, it's a great uh, uh, this sort of double hander, and yeah. you know, I think that they both, you know, they both do really, really well in it. They're by all accounts, they never spoke to one another during the film. All right, okay. <laughs> there to keep that. That that sort of spirit up, you know, that they didn't really, you know, in, in interact much off off sort of camera just to keep the that um the, the tension almost yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, brilliant what good what 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 cracking idea that is <laughs> yeah but, uh, but um yeah and a great film I must admit I really like it I'm uh, it's it's and you're right Mark it's one of those films that just sort of you know sticks with you and you think about it and there yeah, for me. Um, they're sort of default fart in every every five minutes. <laughs> I think that's a great uh, that's that's a great a great sort of symbol of of just how good this film is. <laughs> it's like living with me. I'll be honest. <laughs> I think it's like living with every bloke, really, isn't it? So, yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, it's a great film. You know, it is bonkers. Um, it's. It won't be for everyone, but I really liked it. I'll certainly watch it again. I'll be, and it and it did set us up actually beautifully for for our next their show, as as it were. So we're actually we're going to go back to nineteen eighty three, um, in a much gentler time, and this is a much sort of gentler and a nicer lighthouse. And uh, they're the people who live on it or or nearby. So what we're going to talk about is um, um, animated stop motion favorite, The Adventures of Portland Bill. Um, 
which is all about a man who lives in a lighthouse. Is yeah. all IMDb says about this show. <laughs> it doesn't tell you anything else. Um, now, I imagine, Mark, that you were the right age for this. Absolutely, I was. And I seem to remember that this must have played for some number of years because I seem to remember being too old for it at one point. So, yeah, it's it's sweet, it's kind. There's very little peril, although there is a little, certainly in this episode, uh, but there's, there's, there's little peril that can't be fixed with kind of pulling together and being a good community. And, yeah. and I love that. I, I, it's a Wonderful Life is my favourite film, bar none, bar absolute none. And that's about pulling together as a community to help out one of your own. <laughs> um, yeah, and and it's only five minutes long, which is even better. So, yeah. um, <coughs> but you're absolutely right. So, ran from 1983 to 1986. Um, yep. So five uh, five minute long. I couldn't actually find out how many dead episodes that there were, but I would imagine there's a a good handful. Um, there's a pile of them on YouTube. I mean, yeah. this one, of course, was on YouTube, and yes. it's completely free, listeners. So get <laughs> get get involved. And if you've got little kids, I, I do think it's a a nice little res- respite from blooming Bluey and Pepper Pig. Yeah, Pig. I was going to say something rude about her there, which uh, but it's all been said before. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Um, and it is. It's in that lovely style, similar to um, uh, the sort of postman part in his early days. Uh, they were the stop motion they um, uh, their sort of figures, and it is. It's just really nice. So, but but the episode that you chose um, is the shopping list. Yeah. Uh huh. So yeah. yeah. So so um so so Bill Portland Bill. He's um he's he's actually he's on he's on they're the mainland. I'm going to talk about about this a bit a bit sort of further on because I watched a few others and I was like. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's on the the, the mainland. He's at um, the the village, and he's and he's in um, the the village shop where the set Texan from the nearby oil rig comes in, uh, and he's given it there the biggin like their stereotypical um, their their Texans do, and uh, he whips out this massive their shopping list, which basically. Sends the shopkeeper into um, existential angst. Basically, it's like, how on earth am I going to fulfil this huge order? Um, but but the Portland Bill, he rallies everyone uh, round and and they save the day, don't they? Yeah, everybody gets together. It seems everybody's growing veg and it doesn't matter what time of year it is because all the veggies ready together uh, i had a bit of an issue with that but then it is a children's uh, stop motion cartoon from <laughs> yeah. 1983 so i need to chill out uh <laughs> but yeah every everybody's happy to help out um but i i really liked the texan stereotype <laughs> you know he's like the the the, te- the texan uh rich texan oil guy out of the simpsons <laughs> yeah. very much so you know <laughs> um but it all it all turns out very sort of nicely. You're right, you're right, Mark. I was amazed how 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 sort of quick um, the the bread got made. So there's all these <laughs> loaves of bread, and I'm like, well, mm, okay, you didn't approve that very long, did you? <laughs> Mary, Mary Berry's absolutely t- turned. I was going to say turned in a grave. She's not dead, but no. yes. <laughs> yeah. um, but a super show. Um, so. 
they're, they're directed by John Grace, who um, you might know as well for 64 Zoo Lane. 64? No, it doesn't no, ring a bell. No, no, that no. one. Uh, oh, I, I think you know the theme tune. Right, okay. It's a catchy one. No, it doesn't doesn't ring any bells. I'm doing a very quick uh, quick look. No, it's it's it is uh, uh, as a man who was a man by the time that came out. Uh, it's uh, no, I don't have any kids, so mm. unfortunately not that one. Yeah, Missed that uh, one. I thought you were going to say Pigeon Street. I was. I would have been right in with that. <laughs> Um, I don't know, I don't know if he was. No, I just, no I'm just no. saying. I'm just, I'm just saying cartoons from the eighties now, mate. But yeah. that's not the show. <laughs> no, no, no. So, uh, yeah. So he, um, they, they, they direct. All of the voices are done by Norman, um, the Rossington, who, um, who is very much a journeyman actor, but yeah. he's in like just about every show that you can think of, um, and and their films. So lots of films in their shows. Um, his most notable for me were a, a Hard Day's Night, a, oh, right. a, the, the wow. Beatles film, yeah. Um, um, they're, they're budgie with um, budgie. Um, Adam Adam Faith. Yeah, I remember Budgie. Yeah, 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 that was budgie. one of my grand's favourites, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and something that we do love, Mark, a very festive their favourite, is the Digby, the biggest dog in the world. Is he really? Yes. Oh, I didn't even think about Digby, the biggest dog in the world, this Christmas, and, and no. I feel like I've let myself down. <laughs> I think we're going to do that next Christmas. So, um, <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, he does all of the voices. Now, I did watch I did watch some of the others because the one that you picked, the, the shopman list, is maybe a bit A sort of typical in that it's not on the lighthouse itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did watch some of the others now. Um, the one where Bill makes out you can tell the time from seaweed. That was quite fun. And <laughs> <clears throat> he and he just murdered a seagull <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> he and just shot the mermaid, Mark. That's what he had to do. Um, <laughs> and um, and then there was and then there was another one where uh, where there was. Where, where, so is so he shares this lighthouse. So there's their Portland Bill, and there is Ross, and there is their Cromarty. So, um, so the so the one one is a Scotsman. The other one, I think, is meant to be Scouse. Yeah, uh, I yeah, think so. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh. Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
So anyway, Norman the the Rossington does all of the voices. I, I must admit, he does them quite well. Um, I don't think he sings uh, the theme tune though. I think. I'm not oh, that's sure. disappointing. That's yeah. disappointing. It's a lovely theme tune, though. Must yeah, it I've is. Been singing yeah. it a lot. Yeah, so yeah, have I. Just, just, just going round the the house, but uh, it's been up there with uh, Good Morning Baltimore for me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, which is a great a great song, isn't it? Um, as you well know, every morning when I <laughs> every <laughs> bloody morning when I message you, Good Morning Baltimore. <laughs> um, I tell you what I loved about this, old Mark. Is that there's that innocence about it, and it's nice to go back to their sort of childhood and 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 actually watch something that you know just brings those those sort of memories back but it's it is it's sweet and it's wholesome yeah and it shows us a world where actually we all get on and you know uh it's not full of drama it's certainly not full of you know you know murdering sort of seagulls and uh and such like and farting and farting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Portland Bills ever farted at all. No, no, not at all, no. Um but it well, it was really nice and it did it did sort of take take me back because I do remember watching this. I would have been too old for the target audience. So nineteen eighty three I I was I, I was there uh, ten. Right. Um but I did watch it, you know, because it was only five minutes. So yeah. you know, you know, I, why would I, you not? And it's stop motion, and I and I think it's an art. You know, I would have absolutely loved to have seen Portland Bill fight some uh, skeleton warriors uh, on on the beach. Would have been absolutely superb, or a Medusa. Um, that's, well, again, yeah, another another sea based epic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> maybe, maybe Portland Bill um, versus. Versus here the Titans here that that's uh, yeah and uh, yeah absolutely and, and, and there's 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 definitely some Sinbad related stuff uh, which which I guess will eventually bring us on to uh, to to the star of our next show <laughs> the bad guy out of one of those Sinbad movies well it's well you see it's where very, I'm going well yes uh huh yeah that's oh, oh dear uh, so anyway um, <laughs> so you're right so we've had. The Lighthouse, the crazy Lighthouse. We've had a familiar childhood favourite in there, Paul, Portland Bill. We're going to move on to another childhood favourite. It's a childhood favourite of mine. Um, now, well, Portland Bill, as we say, is a very comfortable world that makes us feel safe. Now, this world absolutely does not make us feel safe. In fact, we were probably hiding behind the sofa, as it were. Um, and I'm finally getting round to speaking about the one show that I truly love and I have consciously avoided doing on this podcast, but we are doing Doctor Who, uh, and it's 1977's The Horror of Fang Rock. Um, and I just love this one. This is a great a great little Doctor Who story, and it, it, it is a little story as well. It's a nice, yeah. you know, uh, self... They're, they're, um, they're sort of contained story, but... Now, I watch a lot of Doctor Who. I watch a lot of, you know, vintage Doctor Who, Mark. But how did you find going back and watching it? I've just recently signed up to a particular um, British subscription service, which has got all of the vintage Doctor Who's on. And I'm going to, I promised myself I would watch more, although I don't have the time to watch some more from the start, which I would like to do. Uh, what I, what I did like was I liked 
the shonky sets, such as the really heavy lighthouse door that wasn't very heavy at all. Uh, and, and, I, and I liked the fact that I saw one of the rocks at one point wobble as they, uh, yeah. as, as they traversed <laughs> it. And I, and, and, you know, you say earlier on about being familiar and it is, it's very, very familiar. And actually, whilst it's a bit scary, kind of, it's very comforting. It was very, very comforting. And, and, and I'm going to argue just very quickly while I remember it, that if they'd have kept the mon- the monster of Fangrock hidden for a little bit longer, this could have been really tense. Yeah. But I guess that's not really how Doctor Who does it. You have to see the monster in, you, you know, you have to see the monster in the first episode or see something happen in the first episode to, to, to keep, to, to have you coming back seven days later. Yeah. You know, it it yeah. was different back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It certainly was. So, yeah, so we are talking about the, the horror of, of Fangrock. So an isolated lighthouse in the early 1900s finds itself part of an intergalactic war. That is basically what I'm going to say. Um, written by Doctor Who stalwart, Doctor Who legend, Mr. Terence the Dix. Um, directed by Paddy Russell. Anyway, so more importantly, it's it's very much in the in the um, the era of sort of um, the sort of gothic horror, which which the Doctor Who did uh, did do really well. Um, and it is it's a lovely story. So so it's a four for their part. Uh, um, it's got a, so it's it's so it's set in the the early nineteen hundreds, which the BBC of the time always does really well. Um, is it? Is it's got a smaller cast? There's not many sets. You know, the episodes are basically sort of twenty three minutes long. It skips along really nicely, yeah. um, and I do, and I just really love it. I just think it's a great story. So do I, and. Uh... What I didn't realise is there must be some rule about lighthouses that's like priests going to an exorcism. You've got to have an old one and a young one uh, in them, and uh, <laughs> that, that's just that's just a rule that we didn't know about. I think because there is there's 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 the there's well there's there's three there's three of them is well there's actually four of them isn't there uh, in this yeah. lighthouse uh, except we only see one of them very briefly <laughs> before he gets electrocuted by all this new electricity. <laughs> at least that's what they think yeah uh, and, and they get kind of it's a bit agatha christie i think they kind of all get get taken out one by one and there's some strangers yeah, come to the door yeah. <laughs> and they all get taken out one by one um but i quite like that there because the strangers are are wankers basically. well rich people you know my opinion <laughs> rich people and mine but, yeah. yeah absolutely i mean we'll 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 take their shilling if they want to offer it for sponsorship <laughs> but uh yeah they, they 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 were awful all of them that you know the, the lads running the lighthouse were just lads running a lighthouse uh, yeah. including the the old guy whose name i can't remember he had some fantastic yeah, mutton chops like my grandfather had yeah yeah reuben yeah. Um, there's a very nice bit about it, and it shows um, the the doctor's um, their character in that. Um, so the younger lighthouse keeper Hawkins, Vince Hawkins. <laughs> yeah. The doctor's the only one who calls him Vince, and all of the poshos call him Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, and it's like. 
nah, fuck you, you know poshos. Yeah, and I was and I was absolutely delighted to to see the end of um, the 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 Lord, whatever he was, uh, and his and his mate who was you know kept going on about oh well when I was in the war in India you kind of like all right fella give it a rest and now I'm an MP and this could be the end of me and you kind of like, well you lot are all awful you know you owe yeah. him money. And he's awful, and you've given him a tip, and now you've changed your mind. And the the people that suffered the most were the captain on the ship, and the uh, the, the first mate or whoever he was that uh, also got uh, scuppered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they don't care, and they go on being hor- horrible to all of the all of the ordinary people, as it were. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like you know, barking orders, and they're expecting. Funnily enough, this is one lighthouse where the, where they did say no, there's absolutely no alcohol on it. I did think that, and all, all I could think was, oh right, maybe there's a cache somewhere <laughs> that you can yeah. dig up. So you can say, get me a brandy, and uh, <laughs> and and, and Haw- Hawkins, uh, Vince decides to help Vince. out the, uh, the the female character, the secretary, who is also awful. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. she is obviously really put upon, and and uh, but she's got this. She seems to have this kind of Stockholm syndrome of her awful boss that when when she finds out he's dead, she decides to turn on everybody else. And yeah, and the only people that 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 really keep 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 their head are, are our are our main characters. Who yeah. I mean, the Doctor will always keep his head to an extent. Yeah, um, but he he arguably isn't in it much. Um, would you um, would you agree that there's a lot of this where the doctor isn't in the scenes? He kind of just nips in and out. Well, I mean that's quite. But, well, that's. Um, I think that's maybe something that we see a bit more of in in older Who, um, whereas it's the doctor isn't perhaps always the focus, or or, or the doctor almost isn't always the. Um, they're the person who really drives the story forward. Yeah. Uh huh. So that's not un unsort of known. Um, and I suppose as well, it's probably a bit of how do we shoehorn the the doctor in to like you say a fairly maybe a, a fairly standard sort of murder mystery. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So is um, is the Doctor Jack Burton in this one then? <laughs> is that what's going on? You know, I'm not saying he has absolutely no control over anything that's happening. But he's not very much like Jack Burton. He's kind of to the side of the main story. In a way, yeah. Haha. <laughs> um I think what we do have to mention, so we are talking so it's nineteen seventy seven, so it is is Tom um there Baker just and he's just on that cusp of you know, you know, this is the time where Doctor Who started to just get a lot more sort of jokes and uh uh their sort of baker himself started to get a lot more free reign when he was doing the the role. So um at this point they do still manage to rein him in a bit. Um so so Tom Baker, um they're the lovely Louise the Jameson as um their Leela. Yeah. Um, and it's I I I think I think sort of Baker's fairly much. He's almost at the peak of his sort of power at this at this stage. Yeah, yeah. You know, he really feels he feels alien and sort of enigmatic. And yeah, ab- absolutely. And and that 
And that's <clears> Baker <throat> all over, isn't it? You know, it's almost like it was the role he was born to play. Uh, and he, and he, he doesn't do any kung fu and he doesn't drive a, a, an old car. And, you, you know, it, it, it's, it, 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 it's a very, very different from what we saw previously. And then again, it, it's, it's different again when we, when we move on. And I think that's why there's a lot of people out there who would say that Baker is is their favourite. And I think there's a lot of, dare I say it, and you've got a lot of American listeners, American listeners, is, is Tom Baker the standout doctor in the States? You'll all be sat there at home going, no, absolutely not. It was obviously John Pertwee, obviously. Hmm. <laughs> Said nobody. <laughs> uh, ooh, um... <laughs> Are you trying to wind me up, Matt? No, I am a little bit. Um, I am a little bit. Is yeah, Pertwee your yeah. favourite, Ian? Yes, yes. Oh, super, uh-huh. super. <laughs> I met John Pertwee, you know. I yeah, met I, I met him and uh, I met him dressed as um, Wurzel Gummidge. He came to our town. He was he was a, a guest at our town fair back in oh, Derbyshire oh. when I was very, very little. Uh, oh. And Aunt Sally was there as well. So, you know, Ooh, uh, two, Stubbs. Una Stubbs too. Two uh, two actors no longer with us, but yeah, wonder, wonderful, wonderful stuff. All dressed up, did a full day uh, as my as my mum remembers. I, I was only two, I was very little. I remember meeting him and being loved it on the TV. Horrified when I yeah. met him. I can I can imagine, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I can I can really imagine. No, no, Pertwee is my favourite. I yeah. love the Tom Baker. Um, uh, going off on the tangent, Mark, who who was your first sort of doctor? Who was... I, I I'm a little bit uh, just a shade younger than you, of course, uh, and although you wouldn't be able to tell necessarily for listeners, but I uh, my my favourite is um, uh, my favourite is Peter Davidson, and I've got a very 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 soft spot um, for Sylvester McCoy, uh, although I I think we might have seen darker with a with another series of of mccoy but it wasn't to be it wasn't to be no i think um yeah that's an interesting point i think um the mccoy's last season um they really hit a good sort of point there there was those last four stories are generally really good um if my friends are listening they they are probably laughing because i do take the mick out of um that era quite a lot, but <laughs> but they are really good. They are really good their stories. Um, I mean, however, it, we're not talking about the, the rot had already set in with Ken Dodd, though, hadn't it? So you know what what can you do? That's a great. I really like that story. <laughs> so do so, I. Uh, Ken so Dodd's do I. brilliant. But, Ken, Ken, but, Ken um, Dodd's excellent. Uh, but his dad's dog's dead. So you know. Oh, uh, the Jimmy Tarbot was uh, there a couple of weeks ago, Matt. <laughs> yes, of course um, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh dear. Um. So anyway, so uh, yeah, so it's yeah, so Tom, Tom the Baker, Louise the Jameson. It's interesting. Um. So this was the second sort of pairing for for sort of Baker. So, um, the Sarah Jane Smith had had been his first companion, and then the Louise Jameson came along. Um, she was wearing clothes in this one. <laughs> she was. I was disappointed, but they were. They, they were. They were, uh, the line at the start is. Uh, the start is. I don't think this is Brighton at all. In fact, it does. It doesn't even look like Hove. <laughs> it was a great <laughs> line. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I think it. It takes him at least another two years to get to Brighton. Um, oh right. Okay. Yeah. So at the start of um, actually probably. 
one one of the best uh, Doctor Who stories ever. Um, they're the city of the death. No, 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 it's the city of death. Oh my god, my Doctor Who knowledge is just is <laughs> absolutely <you> terrible <laughs> at the moment. Um, no, is it the city of death? And um, they're, they're sitting on on their Brighton beach. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Him, yeah. Yeah. Him and and Romana Romana too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, God, my my brain really has uh, turned to mush. Too much Portland billion. That's the problem. Yeah, I think so. Too much, um, too much mermaid sex. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Thankfully, there is no mermaid sex in Doctor Who. No. Um, there is, however. Um, the, so they are in in a, in. So this in in sort of Doctor Who lore, this is quite an interesting part. So we'd already had. Um, a couple of stories with the Sontarans, um, who, funnily enough, have just been in the last Doctor Who series. Um, they, they, they're the Flux, so that's all about. Uh, uh, they are one of the main um, uh, their sort of characters in that. But what we get to meet in Horror of of Fang Rock is is a Rutan, which is the the Sontarans' uh, biggest this sort of enemy, as it were. So they've waged um, an endless war against each other. Um, it sounds like um, at that point the Rutans are getting uh, their sort of beat, but they're a bit they're a bit crap, aren't they? They're rubbish. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is the least scary thing I have ever seen. And bearing in mind, I've seen a Dalek go upstairs. So... Yeah. <laughs> um, this thing barely moved up the stairs. It was very slow, wasn't it? Was, it? it was, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not really sure how they're going to take over Just anything. Put a bit of salt it. down. You'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a big green, green there, slug. Yeah. Um, and that's a bit of a shame because visually, I think, actually, the rest of the story looks pretty decent. Yeah, um, I thought that the, the lighthouse set was, was small enough to feel oppressive. And I thought yeah. the the rocks, other than the wobbly one that I spotted, that bit was okay. The I was less impressed with the TARDIS at the end, which is quite blatantly. It's only a model. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the boat, the model boat that they uh, dashed upon the rocks. But but yes, it was it was it was the perfectly small, tiny, and at some points claustrophobic kind of feel to it, and and that yeah. was. And that was necessary. That was needed, I think. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and one thing I did really enjoy is, funnily enough, is that at the end of the story, and it's it's not really a spoiler because this story's forty four year old, so I don't think I'm really going to spoil it for you. Um, but you know, everybody's dead. So, like, apart from apart from the the doctor and 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 their Leela. Everybody involved is now dead. Yeah. Every single their character, and of course they get back in. Um, they're the TARDIS and they they bugger off. Um, and you just think someone's going to come along and you can have no idea what's actually happened to you. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. You know, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, you're going to think, yeah. Just, just, just bodies lying everywhere. Uh huh. You know, all all these people are dead. Um, yeah, sort of bodies everywhere. There's a ship crashed on on the there the rocks. 
Who would know? Robert Stack's still trying to figure it out for Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone from near the cast stand out for you, Mark? Was there anyone who... Uh, no, who, not who not even slightly. I, I felt like I knew the big old... The, 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 the big old um, master and potentially the older um, Toff with the white hair, but Yeah, no. Alan, Alan Rowe, who was a skin seal, yeah. yeah. Um, who, who's actually my favourite in this. He's in, he's in a lot of other Doctor Who's, actually. I think he's in right. about another three stories. Funnily enough, he's in the time, um, The Warrior, which is a John Pertwee story, yeah. which is Sarah Jane Smith's first um, okay. The Doctor Who story where we first meet the Sontarans. I've definitely seen that. Something that yeah. does ring a bell. I've definitely seen that. Yeah, so so he's in that one as well. Um, but yeah, 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 it's a great, it's a great little story. Um, I do like Alan Alan Dero. Um, I did love the bit where uh, where the Leela gives um, gives um, the the secretary a, a slap. <laughs> <laughs> for, a, for a constant screaming yeah. there, and uh, yeah, she doesn't. She's not want to suffer any of that kind of. You know, she doesn't. She she doesn't get it. But she she gets. You know, I I I think you know, she's gone from a very very different world to all these worlds that are nothing like hers. And you can say the same for any companion. But you know, if you're a companion from the from the seventies or from the eighties. You've experienced something more of the world than being, and this is a bit unkind, a barbarian, you know, basically, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, and then being being forced into ladies' clothes. And she was much happier to be wearing uh, one of uh, one of one of the boys' sweaters, wasn't she, with the belt tied around the middle? How seventies? Yeah, how yeah. progressive? Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah, and uh, to give her a bit more shape because Leela was. Um, the one yeah. for the dad. Absolutely, yeah. she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, that did that. That it did happen. One of the interesting things is at the very end, and the doctor tells her not to look at the at the spaceship because he's going to blow it up, and yeah. she does look at it. And at the end, her eyes change color. Yes. Now that was a deliberate mark. So because up until that point. Uh, Louise Jameson had been wearing contact lenses right. to make her eyes look brown, yeah. and she didn't like them. And they were like, "Right, how do we do it so that she goes back to having blue eyes?" And that's what they came Brilliant. up. Brilliant! Now, why not? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but uh, yeah, it is a cracking story. I must admit, I do really like it. I think it's, um, you know, uh, it is really. I think, and um, I think, sort of Terence Dicks who who they wrote it. Um, and he is a Doctor Who legend, so he was he was uh, he was uh, the script editor for for all of, of John the Pertwee's uh, stories. He okay. did all of that. Um, however, he's best known for for actually he wrote most most of 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 um, they're the target um, the novelizations of right. the Doctor Who stories. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah, um, and he wrote um, the. Perennial fan, fan their favourite. Um, the five, their doctors, where it's a big, brilliant, big their doctor. Love that. Fest, yeah, so, who doesn't yeah. love that? Yeah. Well, um, Tom their Baker doesn't because uh, he's not in it. No. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, that's he, he, there's there's a good bit about that in his uh, autobiography, as I recall. 
yeah. Um, but um, so yeah, thumbs up for horror of. of Oh, 100% thumbs up. Yeah, I, I had a great time. Yeah. And in fact, uh-huh. it has it has given me yeah, I'm definitely going to go back and I'm going to I'm going to watch some, some some others over the next couple of weeks, I think. Okay, good, good. Well, I'll give you a few there pointers cuz because and what I will always say if you're not if you're not that familiar with with old who with the classic who um and you maybe have got got um, uh, their sort of Brit box, and you want to watch some of it. You don't have to start at the start. Doctor Who's the perfect series for actually just sort of dipping in and out of. You're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna lose anything by going all the way back to 1963 and uh, and then watching it all, all the way from the start. It's not it's not really built for that, you know. No, not at all. No. It's but, monster um, of the week, isn't it? Really? Yeah, exactly. So you know, if you want the Dalek story or whatever, then you know, don't you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Don't watch that one. So, uh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So actually, for for all three lighthouses, Matt, a big thumbs up. They were all absolutely brilliant. Um, they absolutely have shone a light in the uh, the <laughs> two thousand and twenty two. A great way. Who writes to, this? Um, unfortunately, I do. Um, <laughs> I might there sack myself, but um, no, no, it's a great way to start start the season off. So, thank you very much for for their coming up with this one. It's all your fault. Um, oh, well, I'm really glad it, it could have oh. it could have been a real you know rocky start. You know, there's such a outcrop of episodes. It would have been well. There's some of um. <laughs> So, well, well, well. To be honest, Mark, some of the ideas that you do have, then, uh, then yeah, <laughs> they hit and miss. Absolutely, <laughs> to, to, are, to be kind, <laughs> they they are a shipwreck. Quite <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, anyway. So, what have you got coming up, Mark? Because uh, let's face it, you're on every every, uh, every <laughs> I, podcast. I, I am everywhere. Yeah, I've I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Uh, taking a bit of a break from other podcasts, which means I'll probably only be on yours twice next month. Uh, so uh, we at 100 Things We Learned From Film, uh, we're all set for January now. We're going to be talking about treasure hunters. No, not that one. We're going to be going on a bug hunt. No, not the other one that you're thinking. Um, and then into February, we are going to be finally looking at some good quote unquote films uh we're going to be doing an oscars month so we're going to pick films that won big at the oscars and see if we can come up with 100 things for each of those elsewhere we run uh, myself and tom run uh everything we learned from the simpsons where we just randomly pick an episode of the simpsons and go through all the uh basic bits of information and throwaway lines that are in there and what they mean uh, in America and what they could also mean in the UK. Expect lots of chat about northern shops and how Cuba is very much like West Yorkshire. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, because it is. <laughs> I, I often think that <laughs> when, I'm in, when I'm in Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that the Cubans think think the same don't they absolutely there's there's lots of cigar plantations tobacco plantations in uh in brighouse yeah <laughs> tons of them yeah. <laughs> uh, oh dear 
Um, anyway, thank you very much, Mark. Um, and yes, indeed, you will be on there soon. Um, uh, no doubt doing some kind of absolute uh, nonsense. Um, uh, and, and after all that, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cult Connections. Please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we would love it if you left a review. Follow us on Twitter at Connections Cult for more fun, share your ideas and maybe even be on the show. Thank you.